This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Rand. Lately, I've been on TikTok at night because I can't sleep. And it's just easy media to, you know, consume. The curse of the TikTok. And I accidentally found myself on True Crime TikTok. Okay. And uh it's I think it's like pff, words are hard, but I feel like it's something we haven't explored like on the podcast or just in real life. You don't talk about that kind of stuff, right? I have not looked at any true crime anything ever. Yeah, I was gonna say I find it interesting just because mm-hmm. like human nature kind of deal, morbid curiosity, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. So I decided I should just bring it to you. Introduce okay. you to some. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay. I do like my procedural dramas, so. Your what? Procedural dramas. It's a big word for you, communication major. So that wouldn't be a big word for me. No, it's still a big word Arts for you. major. Yeah, I mean, it's a big word for me. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It's fine. Anyways, um... Today, I want to talk about uh, Kendrick Johnson. Uh, this happened back in about 2013. So, when I graduated high school, yep. same year. On January 11th, 2013, the 17-year-old Kendrick Johnson's body was found in this high school gym, uh, rolled up in a wrestling. Okay. Now, these wrestling mats are about six feet tall, and Kendrick was, you know, 5'9". The weird thing is, he's been found upside down within it. So, someone said it up so his head was down and his legs were up yeah so here's what the official investigation statement was or said was that um at some point his shoes were tossed into this wrestling mat right Mm -hmm. uh he had similar shoes to another student and i'm not full on the details there's a whole bunch of different stories it just comes down to his shoes were at one point placed inside the mat right yeah. And when he went to go get him, he presumably reached down into it, uh, the center of it, to try to get it, you know, stretching as far as he can. He couldn't reach it because obviously he's only 5'9. Yeah. Um, so he burrowed himself deeper inside of it to get in there and ended up suffocating. So the odd, the, like the initial autopsy and stuff revealed that it was an accidental death. Yeah. Um, however, on October 31st of the same year, the U S attorney for the middle, uh, middle district of Georgia announced that, uh, his office would open a formal review into his death Mm -hmm. because there were some kind of things going on. Uh, so like I said before, he was found upside down, right? Yeah. But his shoes were kind of tucked up behind his knees and like towards his like upper leg and stuff. Right. So he would have went past the shoes. Yeah, like, yeah, he would have to either go past the shoes or grab a shoe or two mm-hmm. and then, like, put them up and then try to push him way, his way out, right? Yeah. It's kind of like what your thought is, except for the issue is the dimensions of the mat compared to him. Yeah. The mat diameter is only 14 inches, but his shoulders were 19 inches wide. Mm-hmm. So if he went down, even going down with one arm and one arm back, He's still probably too wide to be able to maneuver a shoe up and pass his waist. Yeah, and at some point, like I've I've rolled wrestling mats and I've put them up 
in the past. That like they're not like concrete. They don't just stand there. Like they fall over. Like so. Like if he's in there moving, getting down, at some point they would have popped open and he would have rolled out. Yeah, and in fat boy terms, essentially there was a bunch stacked together. Like he mm-hmm. took some Swiss rolls and like stood them up three by yeah. three. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it was the very middle one he was in. Um, some other things that were kind of weird is that his family requested an independent second autopsy, which concluded that he died of a blunt force trauma. And they also found uh, that his internal organs were missing and had been replaced with newspaper. The fuck? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Okay, so like, like the first issue there is the first autopsy just saying he suffocated. Mm-hmm. Like, like how? Like obviously the question is who has the money to pay this dude? Like it, it, it's not like he had blood force trauma and so su- like and suffocated from the blood force trauma in the mat. Mm-hmm. No, he had. They said he suffocated, but had blood force trauma and missing organs. Like you don't miss this stuff as a technician. So like how how much did they pay this dude to just straight up lie knowing? That unless they cremated the body right away, he was going to be caught lying. Mm-hmm. And if the family wanted to donate the organs, he would have been caught lying. Wait, did he sell the organs? So before the autopsies. So the FBI did the initial autopsy. By the way, I just yeah. want to put that super quick. Uh, the funeral home that had him before the second autopsy. Mm-hmm. Um got investigated or got sorry let me start the funeral home that processed the body uh, after the first autopsy which was again done by the fbi right yeah stated they never received johnson's internal organs from the court they said they had uh been destroyed through natural process and discarded by the uh prosecutor i can't say that word the guy who cleans up the bodies right yeah before the body was sent to georgia or back to georgia yeah. So the funeral home then stated it was a you know standard practice to fill the cavity in the empty uh, space with either cotton or sawdust, but they chose to use newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um. So Johnson's family obviously filed a complaint against the funeral home. Yeah. Which it got investigated and was found that they didn't follow the best practices in quotations. Um. And that other material was obviously more acceptable than newspaper, right? Yeah. Uh, yet, they cleared the funeral home of any wrongdoing because they didn't violate any rules. Wow. So this is already, like, as their family's getting all this information, this is already a very stressful situation. On top of that, it's very weird. Like, they're literally missing organs, right? Yeah. Um... And they didn't know about it until the second autopsy, which is even crazier. Like, the first funeral home didn't mention it. Yeah. So, um, another weird thing is there is video cameras covering the gym. Yeah. Kind of. It weren't covering the mat area. There was none that were pointing towards it. And um, some of the video, uh, video footage was missing. Or things just didn't line up with timestamps and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorneys for the Johnson family questioned if the camera footage was edited as part of a cover-up. 
Uh, however, analysis of the camera systems by a local newspaper attempted to explain the anomalies, which really cast doubt on the theory. Which is also a really weird thing, like the newspaper being like, yeah, well, let's jump into this case and, and try to figure yeah. out why things aren't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, the Johnson family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against their county's board of education, its superintendent, and the principal of the high school. Uh, and this is where we get into like all this legal stuff. It goes on for years, man. So the suit alleged that Johnson was assaulted, severely injured, suffered grave physical mental anguish, and subjected to the uh, insult and loss of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't name any specific individuals, but or the race, but it did imply a race-based dimension to this hypothetical situation, right? Yeah. Uh, also kind of saying that the defendants ignored reports that uh, Kendrick had previously brought up to him about being attacked and harassed by a white student, saying it happened on a bus trip 14 months ago prior to his death. Um, They did drop the name of another student in the lawsuit, Brian Bell, who apparently had a history of provoking and attacking Kendrick. Mm. Uh, Even in front of the coaching staff and employees of the school, he was doing it. Like There was no stopping his bullying. Um, and then finally, the last thing that the suit alleged was the school officials just failed to properly monitor the activities of students throughout all the areas of the campus and yeah. to maintain a proper surveillance system. Um, and then it starts getting a little bit more weird because, as I said before, once again, the FBI did the initial uh, autopsy, right? Yeah. Well, in 2014, a five million dollar lawsuit was made against Ebony Magazine. The fuck? Relating to this case, uh, we know what Ebony is. It's 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 a black centered, yeah, magazine. Black centric, yeah, magazine. Yeah. So, um, the magazine published a series of articles practically naming two students as possible suspects to the case. Oh, okay. They didn't use their real names, use pseudonyms, but they gave out descriptions of the boys that were accurate. Yeah. And uh, it also included the fact that their father was an FBI agent. Oh, wow. So the parents asserted that their sons weren't involved and, you know, all the normal stuff, like they're just being harassed because of the articles. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not even sus- like considered suspects, so they don't understand like why it's a thing. So like, yeah, I'm not sure about. I didn't look up to see if they won. That I'm assuming they did. Yeah. Uh, but and then in January 2015, the Johnsons filed a hundred dollar million, well, a hundred million dollar lawsuit, <laughs> uh, against 38 individuals, including three of Johnson's classmates, local, state, and federal officials. Um, the lawsuit alleged that the FBI agent ordered his two sons and a classmate to attack Johnson and that his death was a murder and that the respondents engaged in a conspiracy to cover up the homicide. Uh, wow. And it's weird because at this point, everything's kind of like connecting-ish. Like, yeah. it's a good theory to have, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And it's just obviously a family trying to seek justice for their kid because it's a yeah. very weird situation. Um, There's no way you believe that your son, like, one, wasn't smart. Like, if they were stacked in a, like, a bunch of mats together, 
that your son would climb over to the middle one and try to dig himself down instead of dropping the mat and opening it and then suffocating it. And that, there's no way that he didn't try to wiggle out of it and knock make over noise. mat and make noise. And I, then you find out the blunt force, like how did he get blunt force if he's just died from suffocating going in to something and then the whole organs missing and like all the just wrong handling of evidence. Then you have FBI agent. Like, was that, do we know if that FBI agent was part of the case? Like, did he handle anything on the case? Uh, I didn't see anything about it. Just that FBI were involved and the parent was FBI agent himself. But even still, like he would have access probably to the information on the case. And then you have the newspaper who just butted in for the cameras for no reason. Like, yeah, they have a solid reason to believe in foul play and to keep digging. Yeah, 100%. Um, I also find it really weird that this kid was, he's 17, is stuck in a mat. I'm not sure what time of day it was, but mm-hmm. no one questioned him missing. Him missing right away? Yeah, yeah, like, like even in high school, like I would skip classes and hang out in uh, different classrooms, but like teachers would question where I was. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. gone, if I missed fifth period and I didn't show up for sixth period, they would question, or if I whatever, like your teachers notice if you're not there, and they yeah. talk to each other. Like schools aren't that big where teachers don't talk to each other. Yeah. And if, like, even that school, it doesn't sound like it was a huge school. Like, I, I guess we didn't talk about the size of the school at all, but still, I don't, it doesn't sound like it's a huge school. Yeah, I, I, even if it was, like, we went to pretty, uh, Hudson was a pretty decent yeah. size high school, right? And I do feel like if a student was missing that was present earlier in the day, you would at least call the office to find out or to let them know or, like, yeah, call their you, parent. Well, yeah, because if you, in Hudson, if I missed first period and second period, they would call and say, hey, Randy missed first period and second period. Is he homesick? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, if I hadn't turned in a note or something like that. So, yeah, it makes no sense that they didn't look for the kid. Because did it say how long, like, he was believed to be in the mat for? No, it just said that he was found by other students. And, like, to be fair, if he was, and I think it was, like, had to be, like, the next day. I have to double check, but I'm. Whatever the next practice was for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, again, they, they he was suffocated. You really only need three minutes for it, I guess. But yeah. I feel like he wouldn't suffocate that quickly in that scenario. Like, it's not like an super enclosed area right mm-hmm. it's not it's not compressing you yeah so. like because like you said he was bigger than the mat so that means by reaching down and going into it he had to expand the mat mm-hmm. to get into it to get as far as he was he had to expand the mat which if you know the mats or if you've ever rolled something you know it's very possible like, it's not mm-hmm. like it's out of this world and there'll be people who listen like, no, he, if he, he would suffocate because it'll be so tight. No, you would be able to loosen the mat by wiggling and moving. Mm-hmm. And like these things aren't, it's like uh, setting up 
dominoes. Like, you knock over one mat. If you've ever set up the wrestling match, you knock over one, a bunch of them fall. Like, they're just standing up and down, and the only thing keeping them centered is their weight. So if you move their weight, you move its center of gravity, and it falls. So, like, mm-hmm. it's a little, it's weird that they would find him in a stack of mats that hadn't moved at all. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so after they filed that civil suit, Jim Elliott, an attorney for the county, stated the allegations were unfounded and baseless, and any response they would have would be done in court, which unfortunately never happened because all local superior court judges recused themselves from presiding over the case, preventing the lawsuit from being filed, citing their close proximity to the accused. And before this lawsuit was filed, uh, U.S. Attorney Michael J. Moore said in a statement that a federal investigation was still open and it had been proven more complicated and taken longer than originally anticipated. Moore then resigned in 2015, and the case was transferred to Stephen Dettelbeck, uh, who also re- like resigned right after getting the case. <laughs> wow. Uh, and despite that, the Department of Justice continued the investigation, but like everything for this case just seemed to be kind of going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, jump to November of 2015, the Department of Justice filed a motion in the silver, uh, civil case to intervene and stay the case. The U.S. attorney saying allowing evidence discovery in the civil suit to continue would have a chilling effect on the federal investigation, which had expanded into investigating possible obstruction and grand jury witness tampering. And then after that motion was denied, Johnson's parents dismissed their own wrongful death lawsuit, saying they hoped to refile it after the conclusion of the Fed investigation, right? Yeah. So, uh... (laughs) <laughs> but when doing that, they were sued for more than uh, 850k in attorney fees and one million in defamation uh, defamation damages. So I feel like this family is getting just the worst, the worst end of it all. Yeah. Um, and then we're finally getting towards the end of this whole thing. That in June 2016, the Department of the Justice announced that it would not be filing any criminal charges related to his death, stating after uh, extensive investigation into this tragic uh, event, uh, federal investigators uh, investigators determined that there is insignificant evidence to provide beyond a reasonable doubt that someone or some group of people willingly willingly violated his civil rights or committed any, you know, crime. But, so we're just still going to ignore the blunt force trauma. Yeah. I feel like them saying that shows that there was and it taking so long. Like this is, was under mm-hmm. investigation for three years at this point, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like them saying that there wasn't enough evidence proves that there was some stuff. Yeah. Especially with them taking so long on the case as well. Like obviously they have other cases other things to do but if it was just simple suffocation this shit would have been done within a year not yeah yeah if there was they would have went there and like yep there's zero proof that uh he wasn't hurt or damaged by any other individual and he died of his own accord trying to get his shoes in this mats yeah it would they would have got rid of it right away 
the fact that it dragged on for years tells you that uh, there were things that weren't adding up. Adding up. Yeah. And also, like I said, in 2015, they uh, filed that motion and it got denied because they didn't want it to have an effect on the federal investigation mm-hmm. from just evidence that pops up, which also doesn't make sense. Like something feels like is being hidden. Yeah. Um. So in 2017, a Georgia judge uh, ruled that the Johnson's family and their attorney had to pay more than 292000 in legal fees to the dozens of uh, people from their original suit, uh, which is super unfortunate for them. I mean, it's yeah. a lot better than the, the 850 million. and the million, right? The $2 million yeah. they had to. Um, the case was actually recently reopened on March 10th, 2021. To where the investigator said that uh, the original investigation and all that stuff still stands, and he, they're not really looking for suspects or anything. They're just trying to clean up little little loose ends and just make sure everything is complete. <laughs> and uh, you know, it closed again in January 2022 with no charges filed. That's so weird. that that is that is the story, the unfortunate story of the Kendrick Johnson and his family. It's wild because I I still like it's like you want to trust your government. You want to trust like your police and stuff like that. That's what it's instilled in you from a young age. But at the same time, like there's just too many random circumstances that aren't being answered. And who knows? Maybe they did answer them for the family and it's just not public knowledge. Mm -hmm. Maybe the lawyers got these answers of how, why he had blood force trauma. Maybe they found uh, when he was looking for his shoes, one of the mats hit him on the head. And he was concussed, and he passed out while digging in the mat. Or uh, they, there was camera footage of him in there, and maybe other kids following, but they left right away. Uh, and who, so who knows what they actually found? Uh, because obviously they're not going to release everything. But it does seem shady to me. It seems weird. I, uh, I understand the family pushing so hard for so long to get uh, justice for their son, because you... And it's the same thing that goes with in one of our previous podcasts when we talked about the smiley face killers uh, mm. around the Midwest. You don't want to believe that the individual who died died from their own accord mm. in accord, such yep. of a for bizarre lack of a way. bizarre way. Uh, yeah. And so you want to accredit that death to an individual or individuals uh, to make it make more sense for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, it explains why the parents kept pushing. They don't want to believe that their son did this. Uh, and I, I think it's one of those cases where, you like, whatever side you're on, m- you can make the argument for it. And you, I agree. there is no wrong side. So- like, obviously, someone knows the truth. And unless they come out with video footage or evidence that shows the truth, mm-hmm. whatever side you choose, can you, you make the argument? You can't be like, no, no, it just both sides could be right. Oh yeah, for sure. And like both in my eyes seem very, very plausible. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be unheard of for us, a cover up like that, or even, um, him just getting stuck and suffocating, you know, like free things do happen. 
Yeah, and like, and I don't know what I don't know the makeup of the boy. I don't know, like, we know that he his shoulders were nineteen inches. Uh, so like, I don't know exactly how big he was, how smart he was, how this or that. And so like, yeah, it is very plausible that he climbed on these mats, reached down, was able to get halfway in and tried to force his way farther and just couldn't move anymore. Uh, but I also believe in my personal stance is that, yeah, there were, I believe there was probably foul play. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's too many things in my opinion that, uh, are shady. For and sure. too many individuals inserting themselves into this for no reason. Yeah, yeah. All the all the inserts are very weird. Uh, the coincidences are also very kind of weird. Like, and like the more I think about the Oregon thing, and yeah, it makes sense because if and like the only thing that's a little confusing, and I may have misheard you was, did the funeral home say? They got the body without the organs? Yes. So the funeral home, I'll just repeat the thing for you real quick. Uh, they said that they never received his internal organs from the coroner. But that's just weird, because I'm pretty sure it's not the coroner's job to dispose of the organs. I thought that was the funeral home's job when they're doing the embalming, is they, they take out the organs if it's necessary. Yeah, like I said, um, the the uh, initial autopsy guy who cleans up the bodies and stuff after uh -huh. doing it, uh, they t when they got the body, they said it was destroyed by through natural process. So the funeral home had nothing to do with the organs, yeah, other than filling them up. And like I could be wrong, maybe maybe the coroner's office does take out the organs to examine, and uh, after if they're not being donated, and examine them to see if there was anything that caused the death. And then they just dispose of them. And I could be wrong. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know the process outside of what TV and movies show you. Because it's not right. something that I'm overly interested in learning about. Yeah, uh, it's totally fair. But yeah, no, it's just... It's a weird story. Like, I've heard... I heard... I knew about the mat. Uh, I knew about him, like, him being grown up in a mat. But I never looked into it more than the... That's crazy... And I, like from what my memory was, I thought they knew that he was rolled into a mat. And I could be thinking of someone else who got actually rolled in a mat and died from actual people. Uh, so this could be a different case than I'm thinking of. Yeah, I I, I don't know the whole. I, like if I was his family, you know, parent, especially his parent, I don't know, like what I would do over these last ten years. Mm-hmm. Like it has been a roller coaster just straight downhill since the moment they found out. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. That's why thank you. Uh thank you for bringing this one. It was interesting and mind boggling at the same time. Yeah, man. Uh thank you guys for listening, watching. If you're on YouTube watching this. Uh, yeah, uh, I implore you to go check out the case. Uh, yeah, there's a lot there of There are photos out there of a lot of the stuff. So if you're not into that, please be warned if you're going to look yeah, up I the won't, case. I won't be posting, because like, I'll make a blog out of this as well. I won't be posting the photos or anything, but they're not hard to find. Um, But yeah, I know I probably messed up some stuff, or you can just find some 
uh, other accounts of what happened to him. No one, like, again, only people who know are the ones who put his shoes in the thing. And yeah, him. unfortunately, yeah. Or so. if there was other part parts involved, that was my grandma. Uh, she's mad I hit the table. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank uh, you. Like, comment, share. Uh, tell us other cases you think we should look at, talk about. We'll try to put out a couple true crime episodes a month. Uh, yeah, it's our first time different. doing this. Yeah, yeah, so let's know how we did. Uh, please. Yeah, please. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, have until a great time. day. Bye. Oh, wait. What? Shout out to all the true crime lovers. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.